Welcome to Women Who Sarcast. I'm Kathy Barron, and I have a very special guest today, my mom, Nancy. Hi, Mom. Hello. How are you? Good. You're looking good. Thanks for being on the episode today. Yep. So we're going to talk about, um, just, I just want people to know that you're the one that taught, taught me my, sarc- my sarcasm. So. Yes. <laughs> so you're the queen. Nasty Nancy there. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, anyway, we're going to talk about a little bit, uh, because there's six kids, so we're going to talk about how it was raising six kids, and um, how sarcasm came in, if it came in, or if that's how you got sarcastic, was because you had six kids to take care of. I think it was there before. You think it was there before? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Yep. So. Ask anyone that knew me 150 years ago. (laughs) Like Anne and Jean? Yeah. Your sisters? They might not have appreciated it, though. Probably not. Especially Jean. I don't think siblings do appreciate it yeah. much. My older sister didn't like me very much. She was probably... The siblings probably don't like it because you're always, like, directing it towards them. And that's why they don't like it. That's probably why it do, yep. Yeah. So how were your parents, though? Well, they weren't very strict. I mean, I didn't have to do a thing. Didn't learn how to do anything, either. <laughs> My mother could do everything better and faster, so she never taught me how to do anything. Uh. I thought windows were always clean. I didn't know they got dirty. <laughs> <laughs> but was she, like, did she have a sense of humor? Was she kind of funny? You Not know, so much? I, I, I don't know. You just, uh, she was just sort of there. Isn't that terrible? Mm. She was there. I mean, I never got hit for anything. Or Well, that's good. Yeah. So you didn't have to con- well, continue I mean, I, that I, cycle I, of I, abuse on to I, us. I, I ne- never let her know when I did anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> my my sister Jean and I would wash the dishes and get into a fight, and she'd kick us out, so we never had to wash the dishes, see? Well, that was a good plan. Yeah. For you know, not to do anything. Right. But um, she told some stories later that my younger sister, Anne, found out about, and because a couple of her friends were on the porch talking to Mom, and... And um, and Ann said, well, why didn't you tell us that? And she said, nobody asked. Well, I don't know. Are you supposed to ask your parents what they did when they were 20? I mean, maybe. I never did then. <laughs> I don't think my kids have asked me either, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I'd lie to them anyway. <laughs> Would you remember anyway? <laughs> well, that was a long time ago. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whether you remember that. I don't even remember what I did in my 20s, so. Well, they were... They were when it was the Roaring Twenties, my folks were in their twenties, uh-huh. so they had some real good times in the in the speakeasies and stuff, which we never knew about. Right, that came out later. But anyway, mm-hmm. so, but I never had anything like that. Never that exciting in my lifetime. Because you were born in thirties, thirty three. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Right and after then, the crash, and then uh, you went to you were in Chicago. You grew up in Chicago. Yep. yep. On the south side. Yep, we moved to Dixon, Illinois during the war for about two years. That's my third and fourth grade, fifth grade maybe. And then we moved back to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And you went to University of Minnesota. We Minnesota. Moved, we moved from Chicago to Minneapolis during my junior and senior year in high school. High school. So how did you use your humor in college? Did you kind of joke well, around with high, friends in high and school, stuff like kind that? Of, in high school, kind of. We always were, we were writing parodies for something or other. We we're always doing some silly thing. Mm-hmm. Our Latin club on the Ides of March, 
would we would have our Latin um, club banquet, and along with that was the chariot races. Mm. And so when we were sophomores, um, we took my younger sister Anne's red wagon and mm. used it as the chariot. Mm-hmm. I got to ride in it, and they pushed me, and we won. Okay. I didn't have anything to do with it because I sat in the <laughs> in the wagon. Um, and I was on the varsity volleyball team mm-hmm. and um, in the choir, in, in chorus. And, of course, the first thing the nun taught us was how to squelch a yawn because you couldn't yawn if you were singing. Right. Apparently. Anyway. But So um, you went to Catholic school? All 12 years, yeah. 13, so, actually, kindergarten, too. So are the stories true about nuns? Hitting you with a ruler and well, they yeah they use the edge of the ruler on the back of your hand, but I didn't get that too often because I was not such too a often. sweetheart. <laughs> I was such a sweetheart every once in a while. But you know, in those days, <clears throat> no, nobody took the bus, so everybody walked to school. Mm-hmm. And so if somebody did something wrong and nobody owned up to who it was, the whole class stayed after school. Mm-hmm. They didn't care. Mm-hmm. So whatever. So I guess that the the nuns didn't really have a sense of humor then. Some of them did. In high school, they did. That was the elementary school. Oh. So. So they were beating you when you were in elementary school. <laughs> yeah. That's nice to know. But I, no, I didn't. I really don't remember any of that. We had them. In fact, I remember sixth grade, and and <laughs> we were in portables because the sixth and seventh grade were in the portables or something, which was outside the actual school. And one of them, I don't remember who or anything or what they did, but one of the boys got the nun so upset she ran out and she cried behind the tree. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) But I guess she didn't have the ruler. I don't know. (laughs) Poor thing. Uh, She probably didn't last much longer uh, after that. Nah, I I don't remember what he did or who it was either. I don't remember any, well, I remember one elementary friend. That's about it. Mm -hmm. Other than that, went to an all-girls Catholic high school, so that was nice. That was nice? Yeah, I like that. Okay. So how was it different when you went from high school to university? Because it wasn't a Catholic university. Yeah. No, it wasn't. But it was um, because I majored in, in physical education, there were 23 of us that took our courses together. Mm-hmm. All girls, of course, but we all you know got to know each other quite well. A lot of them stayed on campus because they were from out of town. Mm-hmm. I got to go home. Mm-hmm. Except when I lied and stayed at the campus, <laughs> but you know, not very often. But um, so we became friends. Then you had a lot of sense of humor. Right. You had to <laughs> to get through that stuff. We had every every possible physical activity you could name the first year, and we got a half a credit for each one. You had tennis and basketball, and I hated basketball and. I didn't even read the rule book because I didn't. I got a D in basketball, <laughs> and and um, dancing and folk dancing and and um, square dancing. Square dancing, which your father would never never do. He hated square dancing. I liked it because we 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 got to make our own calls and it was really fun. So you took it in university. You took square dancing class yeah, as we, part of your education. Curriculum? Yep, because oh. we were going to teach it. Oh, maybe. interesting. I never did, but. And um, soccer and field hockey, I mean, everything. Mm-hmm. And we got half a credit. And then we, golf, that's when I f- first started to golf. Mm-hmm. We'd take the bus over to the St. Paul campus because that's where the golf course was. Hmm. And then swimming, <laughs> swimming, they, they <clears throat> for, there were, it was a, a three-lane 
three semester system, mm -hmm. and then there was a summer session. But the three semesters, first semester we had swimming, and they called it advanced swimming. Yeah, they called it advanced swimming, mm -hmm. and none of us knew how to swim. And one of the girls sank. She could not float. <laughs> she was just solid muscle. She didn't muscle, have her water wings with her, huh? But the first class we had swimming. The second one, right after it, was teaching of swimming. And oh. then the, when we were sophomores, we had first, um, what are you when you save people? Oh, uh, like life-saving? Life-saving. And then the second class was teaching of life-saving. I mean, you had to pick up this stuff pretty quick. Oh, wow. So all in the same semester? Yeah. So it's not like you had to learn in one semester and then the next semester you taught? No. It was all in the same? Well, the swimming was the first year <clears throat> and then life-saving was the second year. They gave us a break in between. Oh, okay. So, and of course, all of you all played basketball, which was not my first love, but mm -hmm. you guys knew how to play anyway. Well, I could never tell when two people got together whether this one did it or that one did it, you know. I what mean, do you mean? You know, when, did you advance and strike her? I don't even know what they're called anymore. To strike her? Well, normally <laughs> we don't hit, hit somebody? people in basketball. No, body-wise. <laughs> well, no, you can't. There's, it's, basketball's not a contact sport. No, except when two people run into each other. Well, yeah, then but it's not like on purpose. Then you, no, but then they blow the whistle and you have to figure out well, who did foul. what. Well, it's foul, yeah. Yeah, and who was the foul? Well, that's what that's I could why never you figure pay attention. out. <laughs> I never could figure that out. So I didn't read the rule book. I got a D. I don't care. <laughs> well, I mean, Dad, for me, we had the basketball hoop outside. Well, and so he always he tried to be go, your coach, which he is tried too to bad. Do me drills, which which is probably why I went to therapy for three years. I know it. As an Boy, adult, I didn't because mm -mm, he, he no. you know, yep. made me do all the dribbling and the shooting in the backyard, and I didn't want to do it. Yeah, well, I stayed away from that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> too bad. I so you got out easy. <laughs> that's too bad. Yeah, he was trying to make everybody into something. I don't know. I just let everybody be whatever they well, are. That's because he, you know, probably wanted us to get scholarships so we didn't have to pay. I don't know if he even school. thought that far ahead. He just wanted to be better <laughs> basketball players. I don't know. He, he was good at anything he tried, so he thought everybody else should be too. Mm. That's where I get it from. Huh? But I was embarrassed sometimes at the games when he'd try to be hollering, telling you what to do. I'd try to hide myself so they didn't <laughs> know I was related. <laughs> that wasn't very fair. Plus, having been a coach in college, I knew that was the those parents are the worst people on the court. Yes, they're yeah. even worse nowadays. Yeah, they're even worse now. Yeah. But And then when they run their own kid down into the ground in front of everybody else, that's awful. Yeah. I would never do that. Yeah, that's not I good. just motioned to you with my eyes and said, get over here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you pulled our ears once in a while. Really? Is that what I did? Or you would grab us by our t the shoulder. Yeah, that's what I did. And you would squeeze really hard. I kept hitting Mick on the shoulder, but it didn't affect him any. <laughs> he never did anything better. <laughs> no, but you had like that Spock grab yeah. in the shoulder. Maybe that was it. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was subtle, but yet you felt it. Yeah. So people couldn't accuse yeah. you of abusing your and, kids because they couldn't see what you were doing. Yeah, and everybody had their jobs. Boy, girl, didn't matter. Mm -hmm. The boys took out the trash and the girls took out the trash. The girls washed the dishes. The boys washed the dishes when it was their week. So that's the way it was. So did you plan ahead and want six kids or did it just kind of happen was that planned. way? It just happened that way. Mm -hmm. That's what God wanted us to have. Mm. So here we are. Yeah. Yep. I had four under the age of five. That was fun.
But you know, when you're young, just roll with the punches. What the heck? Yeah, four kids under the age of five. Mm-hmm. Well, I think don't they say that that's better to have? Well, I hope that they got together along together, so yeah. that that's right. You know, yep. You can use the same. And then clothes. Laura was like <laughs> three years later, and then you were four years after Laura. Yeah. Either way, so it started to slow down after yeah, a while. Yeah. Cause that you were how old when I was born? Thirty-four. Okay. That was my last year. So back then, that was getting old for having kids, probably. I don't know. I never gave it a thought. My mother was forty-two when my sister Anne was born. Um. So how was it raising six kids? Well, you had room at the dinner table. You had what? You had to have room at the dinner table. Yeah. Dad got to have the first bite out of the casserole or whatever because mm-hmm. that would be the last time he'd see any of it. Yes. <laughs> well, with Steve and Mickey. And I always made you, um, in the wintertime, I made oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Dished it all up. And they would say, oh, aren't you going to have any, Mom? And I'd say, oh, look, the pan is empty because I hate oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't tell you guys that because then you wouldn't we eat need it. it. Right. So That's you had smart. Good, you had good food. That's smart. I knew what you were supposed to have, but I just didn't need it. <laughs> so do you have like a funny moment of any of the kids or a kid or a situation? That yeah, I remember you... when we lived in, in this apartment. It was the first apartment we lived in that we had to put furniture in. Steve and Chris were were, were babies. Steve was, well, Steve and Chris are, are 13 months apart. Mm-hmm. So Steve was like two or something and and Chris was 13 months younger mm-hmm. she was in the in the what do you call it the crib no the bassinet playpen playpen. Oh, playpen she was in the playpen our playpen had legs so it was off the floor mm-hmm. and so um I was around the corner in the kitchen doing the dishes and pretty soon here comes Chris crawling around now what what so I put her back in the playpen and um, and Steve was walking around, you know, playing mm-hmm. with his A few minutes later, here comes Chris crawling on the floor. What? <laughs> so I watched around the corner. Steve would get under the playpen, lift up one side, because uh-huh. I hadn't tied down the pad, see? Oh. Lift up, and Chris, Chris would crawl, crawl out. Crawl underneath? Crawl out. <laughs> <laughs> Probably fall out, but, you know, that's <laughs> right. what's wrong with her today. <laughs> so that was funny. Otherwise, and there was a time that Steve and, and John Williams... Somebody donated um, a pool table, but mm-hmm. just the top without legs. And so they took it apart to get it down our basement stairs mm-hmm. and then put it back together and used the, the sawhorses to the, the set it on. Right. And so then that, you had a pool table in the basement for a while. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. That was fun. The girls were better than the boys. Of course. Naturally. Mm-hmm. It's the way we raise them. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And I always told everybody they could be whatever they wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Didn't tell somebody they had to be what I used to be or wasn't, or, you know, some parents, just, yeah. some parents just have to make their kids what they thought they should have been in the first, I don't know. Yeah. It's a lot of that, but I didn't, I never put any pressure, pressure did I? Mm, no, I think you were pretty. I mean, nobody liked doing their jobs, but other than that. Well, the chores, yeah. I mean... Well, and I always had Christine the week after Mickey, because he never did the job fully enough. <laughs> and so then Chris took the week after. It was always done so well. So it was always done well yeah. after that. Yeah. yeah. But we won't tell Mickey that. No. I'm sure he doesn't listen to this podcast. No. So. That's good. You're safe. Right. So what, before you had kids, did you and dad 
like go on vacations or do fun well, things? Well, we weren't going to have any kids for two years. And Christine was born two years before our second, two days before our second anniversary. Oh, well, that was planned <laughs> so, well. And we were married in January of my senior year. So, oh. you know, no vacations, got out of school. And then... Senior um, of college. Senior of college, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we wrote for a year and a half before we met. Mm-hmm. When we met, he came out to meet me. And then he went back and got his two-year notice to go over to Italy mm-hmm. for two years. So he wanted to get married then. I he's said, in the Navy. Yeah. yeah. I said, no, I'm not getting married at 18. Sorry, Charlie. Yeah. So um, that's the way that went. So did you ever go on a honeymoon? No, probably not. No? Till we Until we got out, get rid of all the kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had two years to go on a honeymoon. Yeah. So. Steve was born in December of the year we were married. So you know we were married in January, and he was born in December. Of the same year? Yeah. Oh. I thought you wanted to wait two years after we, you got married. We did, but Christine, our second child, was born two days before our second anniversary. Okay. That's what I was saying. All right. So, so much for whatever. So, you just, like, we just had popped kids. them out yep. real quick. And then I was teaching for a little while in uh, Amsterdam, and um, and I got pregnant with Mickey. Mm-hmm. And so I said, I better tell the principal. So I went and tell him. And I was teaching junior and senior girls in high school, right? Oh, that sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. So the principal said, well, you can work for five months. You know, heavens to Betsy if they saw you pregnant, right? Yeah. That was back in the 50s. So they wouldn't let you that work. That was back in the 50s. No. Yeah. So that was the extent of my full-time teaching. Was so five call, months? Yeah. So I called a couple of my friends, and they were getting the same, well, you're going to be, are you going to be a teacher or are you going to have family? Uh, yeah. So my good friend, who still lives in the Minneapolis area, she stopped teaching and went into a bowling. I ran a bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Now she has hearing aids because because of the noise. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, and so you know that's what happened to a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. And then one, my good friend Joyce Har- Joyce Harper Brown. She when she had her first quarter of of um, student teaching. She decided she did not want to be a gym teacher, uh. so she switched and was able to switch a couple of courses around. So she was an elementary teacher. Okay. So she actually taught eighth grade for thirty years, and that was okay. And had kids, and yeah, huh. it's interesting. So if you were a gym teacher, you couldn't have kids. I guess I don't know. I don't know what their thinking was. Hmm. But ability. I remember in middle school. Did you ever sub in middle school? Or was it mostly yes, high school? Yes, I like the 7th and 8th graders the best. Okay. Well, I remember you subbed for a couple of my classes. Yeah, I tried not to be too. Yeah, I, that wasn't Harsh very comfortable you. for me. It was I very know. awkward. Yeah. Because I was I was always, um, like, protective of you. So when students would, like... Yeah, they always like to make you, like, miserable. Because they always misbehave for sub, oh, yeah. substitute teachers. Always, always. I mean, and I'm I ex- guilty of that too. Well, but I expected it. So yeah, but I like that age because I could talk right straight into their their eye. You know, mm-hmm. didn't have to look down at them or right. coddle them. And, I, and the high school kids, they fell asleep. They didn't care. So, <laughs> yeah. so I didn't want to teach in yeah, <laughs> senior high. Yeah, <clears throat> but well, I took care of the bullies when you were teaching my classes. Yeah, good. Whether you knew that or not. So who was your favorite kid? Oh, I have all. I have six favorite kids. Yeah. You I, never said that before. I can tell you the one I dislike the most. But well, I, I don't want to go there <laughs> because I don't want to cause you know no, civil no. war riff, or anything. Riff, riff, riff. 
but I mean, no, everybody pretty much did what they were supposed to do. And I mean, as far as cleaning your room, I don't know. Did anybody clean the room? I probably didn't clean mine either. I don't know. I don't think I ever did. Yeah. Well, I think I but thought you were the messy one, and then when you and Laura parted and had separate rooms, I found out Laura was a slob and not you. <laughs> but after after your dad died, I found out I'm a slob too. So what? Well, that runs in the family. Runs in the family. Yeah. As long as we're like you know by ourselves, we're messy. That's right. And and who cares? Because I don't invite anybody over, and if I do, they're friends. That's right, and they don't care. And I went that to that you're becoming I, I, a hoarder. <laughs> no, I'm not that. Thank goodness. <laughs> Uh, actually, you kind of are. No. I have a friend that was staying with somebody, and they really were, and he said, you know, you go through the little pathway to get from one room to the other. Yeah, that's crazy. No. If you get you, if you ever get to that point, Mom. You'll tell me. You'll be going to a home. You're never harsh. Yeah, you who be paying for that? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> the state of California. Well, I think in some cases you can't have more than 2000 in your savings. Well, I'm already there. Well, see? <laughs> so your future is paid prepared. for. Yeah, you didn't even know it. That's right. You don't have to pay rent now. No. You can just, you know, yep. go to a home and you're all taken care of. Yep. Think of all the friends you'll make. They won't know who I am <laughs> from one day to the next. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Like your birthday card said last year. Uh, what did it say? Well, it's nice getting older because you make new friends all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I find that if you don't have a sense of humor in this world, you're not going to get along very well. Yeah. Because if you're not laughing, you're going to be crying about well, all true. the sad things happening. It's true. Yeah. But I also think that, you know, I'm pretty sarcastic, but there is a line to, that you need to be careful of. And yeah. And you don't want to be too bitter or too, you know. Well, you know. And I have, I've been guilty of that, so. Nothing wrong with that. Well, I'm sarcastic. Unless it's hurtful. Well, yeah, and you you know, it's, well, I I have some, <laughs> I have some people who aren't friends anymore, probably because. Of your humor? Yeah. I, I, I. Try, or is it because I, of your political? No, it, no, that too. <laughs> it, but it's partly because I tell it like it is, and they don't like that, too. You know? mm, yeah. It's not sarcastic, that's truth. <laughs> yeah, some people don't like the truth either. Say, How do I look in this dress? Well, do you really want to know? <laughs> well, no, I don't. there's brutally honest. I don't. Do <laughs> and then there's mean girls. Yeah, nasty Nancy, like I said. Yeah, I don't mm -hmm. think you're nasty. Nah, not most of the time. But I like what I'm doing now because I'm managing the Catholic Charities Thrift Store. Mm -hmm. I don't do a whole lot because the volunteers do it all. That's good. Just like my six kids, you know, you do this and you do that. Well, you're a good delegator. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Yep. So I did learn that. And you probably have a much larger social life than I do. So. Yeah. I joined a church community. <laughs> yeah. She agreed to that. And there's two of us that are of the same, <laughs> of the same um, political leanings. Yeah. All the rest aren't, but. Well, that's hard to find here. So when each kid was born, and we, you know, our personalities finally came out. What mm -hmm. were what were our personalities like? Like what was Steve's personality? Well, Steve and Chris, I think they did well. Like Steve <laughs> getting his sister out of that place, you know, and she was oh, in the playpen, up. yeah, the yeah. playpen. But um, I don't know. Steve was always pretty much Steve, you, you know. What's that mean? Felt, I don't know. He was just 
Is he serious? He liked doing things. I don't know. Like they, to work with his hands. Whenever you were giggling in the bedroom, I'd always have to go and see what was going on because I figured something had to be going on that wasn't right. Who, me and Laura? Anybody. Oh, and any, the kids, kids any kids giggling. But, of course, they were just having a good time. I don't know what they were doing, but <laughs> it wasn't anything Weren't I had sleeping, to worry about. That's for sure. That's right. But um, I don't know as they developed. You know, Steve was a moderate student, and Chris was a very conscientious to the point where she probably... Had to ease up a little bit on herself, mm-hmm. and um, and Mick was—he never had to crack a book, and he didn't, and he passed the test. So he's got brains. Yeah, but um, so he got the brains, but not anything else. Common sense is lacking, <laughs> uh, and I think common sense takes you where you want to go. Yeah, you can't really teach common sense. No. And Joanne was about an average student, but the counselor always said about Steve, um, don't worry about Steve, because he may be a C student, but he has a personality that'll get him. Yeah, going. which is true. And that's true. Yeah. Yep. In a small town, see, I had subs, so I knew all the kids. Right. So if somebody was going to start going with somebody, they'd say, uh, uh, um, wait a minute. Because you knew. <clears throat> yeah. That they were bad news. I had this one, I had this one girl call me from school one day. And she said, Mrs. Barron, yes, this is so-and-so. And she said, um, I want to know why you won't let me, won't let Steve date me, won't let me go with Steve or whatever the mm-hmm. question was. And I said, well, you know, because you're in eighth grade and he's a senior in high school. <laughs> and she said, but I'm supposed to be a sophomore. <laughs> yeah. That was supposed to make well, me that feel, was- <laughs> that was supposed to make me feel better. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> so she actually had the balls to call you and ask you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She wanted to know. And, she, and you were like. She's probably only two years younger than Steve, but. But, uh, yeah. Well, no yeah. floozies. No. No floozies allowed. No. And I always used to wonder when the kids would be on the phone for a long time talking to somebody as to who they were talking to. Mm. Well, didn't we have, like, time limits on when we could be on the phone? Well, we had a phone in the basement, you see. Oh, so we always Sometimes snuck we forgot, down there. Yeah, forgot. Until you wanted to use the phone, and then you found out we were Somebody on the phone. Somebody was on it, yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember but, those days. Yeah. Oh, well, it's just life, you know. <laughs> you probably didn't we think that We couldn't make phone calls. I mean, when, we were, when I was, I'd come home from school, change my clothes, because I always wore a uniform, and then I'd go over to my friend's house, stand outside, and call her. Call Joan, to, call to her, can yeah. you come out? Yeah, we didn't call on the phone. Hmm. We didn't even knock on the door. You just call them, they'd come to the door. Mm-hmm. Say, well, I can't because I'm blah, blah, or I can, or whatever. Yeah. And we played outside a lot. So you actually went to their houses. Yeah. And... Nowadays, yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. Oh, no, pick up we the phone. We don't even call people anymore. We just text them. I know, and they don't even know how to talk to people anyway. <laughs> they sit at the table in the restaurants, text each other across the table. Exactly. That's it's what we've come to. Well, that spares the English language anyway, being fouled <laughs> yeah. up. Well, the English language is now the emojis, so you don't even need to know what the English oh, language really? is. That's all the emojis? That's how, yeah, all the emojis, like the smiley faces and stuff. Okay. That's how kids communicate. Oh, see, I have a dumb phone. Because each thing, like, means something. Something, oh, okay. But only to the kids, because yeah. if, yeah. if someone asked me what certain things meant, I wouldn't know. But the kids have you made it their old? own language. I am too old. Oh, too bad. Yeah. Well, I have a dumb phone, so I don't even have emojis. That's true. Yeah, you have yeah. the flip phone. Yeah. So 
You don't and have I the love smartphone. It. I have it turned off in my pocket. If people <laughs> want to call me, they can leave a message at home. <laughs> they don't need to catch me in the drugstore or the whatever. I'm glad you have a cell phone that you never turn on. That's right. But you keep it in your pocket just it's in case. It's for me to use to call others. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And also for texting once in a while. <laughs> I know, when I get a text from you, I'm, like, shocked. Cause I and then I usually leave it wrong. on a little bit because I know they'll text me right back. Well, that's the smart, that, that's yeah. the courteous thing to yeah. do is look at when you text somebody. And then I happened to leave it on the other night, and Emma called me because Laura said she would be calling me, but I didn't have it on, I didn't have it on because I thought she would call me. Right. But you so that it on was by just, accident. I, I know, and that was perfect, see? Yeah. So how was it but, raising six kids? Was well, you know, it hard, easy? When you, when, when you think, well, you know, you just took every day as it came. When they came home from school, they had to go do their homework right away. Right. So everything was pretty quiet. But, you know, as far as, as um, as um what do they call them now? Snacks. We didn't have any snacks. <laughs> came In home the house? from school. Oh. You might have been hungry. I, we usually had cookies, but I don't even remember if you got cookies when you got home from school. It's like if you're hungry, too know. bad. Yeah, I don't you know. You had to wait till dinner. Yeah. And, you know, if I didn't have any money for them, we didn't get it, so. Mm. But when you made out your grocery list, the prices were going to be the same this week that they were last week. Now, you never know what, to, you know, everything changes all the time. too much. So yeah. I could add it up and subtract what I couldn't afford, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. We were probably poor and didn't even know it. <laughs> well, we got along, whatever. You made it happen, though. That's right. I never felt like I went without. Well, and I didn't have to, well, I didn't have to work. Dinner. <laughs> when the boys By the time it ate got to you, <laughs> that's right. I wasn't much of a cook, so you didn't miss much. <laughs> the spaghetti, yeah, and the eggs. The ketchup on the eggs was gross. I think Mickey did that all the time. I don't know who did that, but I never did that. I have friends that do that, and I can't imagine. Yeah, I don't. No, not me. Yeah. Well, I think you did a great job. Oh, thank you. I think we all turned out mostly normal. Well, you you weren't told you had to be anything in particular, and you weren't pushed other than at basketball. <laughs> Your father, but he's out of here now. Um, <laughs> but he, you know, I mean, you could pretty much do what you want or take the courses you wanted to. I right, mean, and I never felt pressure. Um, and you shouldn't. Who wants? You I know, mean, I never even when I pressure. got in that fight in seventh grade, you guys still didn't. Oh, I got the phone call from Mister Mister, what's his name? Ralph Corbel. Nancy. Was it Ralph? Yeah, he said, you might want to come and get Catherine. I said, oh, is she ill? No, she's drunk. I said, oh, really? <laughs> he probably loved calling me to tell me that. I don't remember went, that part. Oh, yeah. That was... That's before I think the, the fire. fight. That wasn't the fight. That was when you and what's-her-name got drunk because she brought... She emptied all the empty beer stuff or whatever... It was vodka. ...into one thing. But it was all from everybody's plate from the night before, I guess. What? Drink, yeah, I don't think. Well, her parents too. owned a bar, so she I had know. easy access to liquor. Well, he thought that, that she had emptied a bunch of things from, but I don't know. Oh, whatever. Well, yeah, she, and it's you not the it. first time she had done that. No, that's right. Well, but, the first time you got caught. Yeah, I actually and don't the last remember time, that. <laughs> it was a couple of weeks later. He got in the fight. I blocked it out. Yeah. Yeah, I blocked that part out. Yeah. And the fight, I totally remember. But. Yeah, I don't remember that. Did I have to come and get you then too? No. I think I yeah I, I don't went think home so. on the bus yeah I remember getting on the bus and yeah well that's the other thing about the bus in the morning Mickey was always late getting out of bed and Dad said well you've got a I said look I call everybody at the same time and they all get up at the same time as they want 
And Mickey would always get up. He'd always make the bus. He maybe didn't have breakfast, but he made that bus. Mm -hmm. And then the time when you were walking to school, this was elementary school, and a couple of houses down was the lady that I can't remember her name now, but she was the um, doctor. I didn't walk to elementary school. Well, you weren't there. You were probably the older kids. The yeah. older kids, because you went to the newer school. You didn't go ever to go to oh, State Oh, that's Mary's. right. That's right. Okay. So this was so the Saint older Mary's. kids. Yeah. Okay. This probably you were still a baby, and um, she was Doctor Bennett's secretary in his eye mm-hmm. eyeglass service. But anyway, she liked to be the first one in town that knew everything. So she called me one morning and she said, "Gosh, what was wrong with Mickey this morning? He was limping when he went by." I said, oh, really? I said, I don't know. I really don't remember anything. So when the kids get ho- got home, I said to Steve and Chris, I said, what was wrong with Mickey this morning? He was limping. When he went by her house, he was putting one foot in the gutter and one foot on the curb and one foot in the oh, gutter. Oh, so he was curb. walking. <laughs> so I had to call her up and tell her, golly, she can't tell the fan. She can't tell the township that he broke his ankle or anything. Too bad. And she couldn't <laughs> tell the difference from him limping and him walking like that. <laughs> oh, small towns are lovely. Yeah. Well, and then the time that Laura got mad because she wanted to go to Mark's house and it's like 10 o'clock at night or 10.30, <clears throat> Dad said no. So she bolted out of the house and took off. So about 20 minutes later, I said, well, I probably should <laughs> go and get her. So I go out, and but no, nobody on the streets, no cars around, and there's Laura halfway to Mark's house. I said, get in the car and brought her home. So the next day at work, John Gunning says to me, where was Laura going in such a huff last night? <laughs> How did he know that? He drove by and she was, you know. Walking at, down the yeah. street. Hmm. Interesting. But you know, small towns, you can't get away with anything. Apparently. <laughs> I wonder what people had said about me. I didn't hear it, so that's okay. I was okay. the too good kid. That's right. Yeah. We all try to do that. Hmm. Yeah. But it's been a while. But we made it. We survived. Yep. And I'm glad that you feel I didn't pressure anybody into anything. I was fortunate to be able to be home, though with you guys mm-hmm. really well until i was three no you were you were eight years old when i had to go to work i thought it was three no you thought you were a three-year-old but you were an eight-year-old <laughs> that's when dad retired and i had to go to work because the social security only gave money for the kids and him not for me oh so that's when i went to work i was eight you huh? didn't like that at no, all no i didn't no so you were spoiled and that's why i went to therapy for three years oh did you go Thank to therapy you. okay mm-hmm. whatever yeah, Dad. <laughs> and Dad would say to me, well, I wish Catherine would just take it upon herself and do do something without being told. So then Catherine gets this job at the strawberry stand. Oh, yeah, Valley. Yeah. And we, I was working insurance then, and we had the insurance for the guy that owned it. And he came in, and he said, you know, I just love Catherine. She just does things without even being told. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her father that. Right. <laughs> and I still do that. Yeah. So. I mean, I go next door and wash somebody's dishes, but I wash my own. <laughs> <laughs> Always did that. I Was I, like, lazy or something? Running the family. For him to say that? Whatever. <laughs> what made him say that? Dad? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't ask. That I didn't take the initiative. I didn't I didn't answer too much of what he was talking about. Oh. Because I figured, ah, it's Catherine. Who cares? Because I was in high school. Yeah. So, and Laura was gone, right? Or was Laura still there? I don't know. Was it still me and Laura? Or was it I might have been you. Might have been by yourself. No, it was because four years Laura was yeah, gone. Yeah, Laura left when I yeah. graduated from eighth grade. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, I was by myself. Yeah, you were lucky. Yeah, I was lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you could have any bedroom you wanted. Mm. Hmm. When we were clearing out the house, so I didn't save your little writings that you had in your in your 
desk. My writings? You had little pieces of paper with writing on it, so I just threw them away, but those are oh, probably your thanks, stories. Thanks, Mom. That could have been well, my I Pulitzer Prize winning book. I don't know. Yeah. You'll have to pretend you're there and thanks a lot. zap it all together. Yeah, that one box you gave. I think you, like, gave, I think when you moved out here, I had, like, one little box of stuff from my room. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. So you got rid of a lot of stuff. I don't know. Of course, it's my fault for not getting back there to take care that's of it. That's right. So everybody has that's to be, on me. Has to be responsible for themselves. That's right. I guess it wasn't that important. Yeah, I guess you've survived, or not. Well, it's like with anything. If you don't miss it, then yep, it's like you here, don't I need could, it. I could throw all this stuff away, and I wouldn't <laughs> know what was gone. <laughs> Get rid of it. Well, in that case, yeah, I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, but. Well, thanks for being on the Thank you for show. inviting me. Absolutely, anytime. Taking my sarcasm with you. Of course. It'll live on. Yep, forever and ever and ever. Ever and ever and ever. Yep. And thank you for listening to Women Who Sarcast. Show music provided by Mike Imbassiani. You can find him at MikeImbassiani.com.